You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Deciding where to study represents a huge fork in the road for prospective students. What makes a person choose to enrol in one institution and not another? And where are they getting the information that informs these decisions? These are the kinds of questions that student recruitment specialist QSES wants to make clear. In this year's domestic student survey, it collected responses from over 7,000 prospective students across 13 institutions and uncovered some interesting findings. Chris Strodd's QSES market research and data manager joins me in the studio to dig deeper into the survey results and what higher education institutions might learn from them. Chris, the QS survey found there's one standout factor which influences study decisions. What is it? So what we found in this survey is that the, the primary consideration for, for most prospective students seems to be um, they want to know that the course or the institution that they choose is going to help them achieve their professional goals, it's going to get them to where they want to go. So what we can see is that when deciding on a course, the two most important factors that the prospect is looking at are whether or not that course leads to their chosen career and whether it offers high-quality teaching. Um, and very similarly, when deciding on what institution they're going to study at, it's about uh, whether it offers the course they're interested in and also, again, high-quality teaching. So what we're seeing is that it's about getting a good education. It's going to help them to get where they want to go. So um, it seems that students are very much seeing higher education in the utilitarian sense, so assessing it as a means to a professional end rather than an end in itself. Um, has this always been the case or is this um, rather careerist mentality a relatively new phenomenon? Yeah, it does seem to be a trend. Um, as we know, university degrees are becoming a little bit more um, accessible and, and therefore there's a little bit more uh, competition in that, in that employment market, uh, particularly for, for, uh, for, for graduates. And um, what we can see is that the students are really looking for that high-quality education to sort of help them stand out from the crowd in that kind of uh, really busy and growing sort of graduate market. Um, we know that obviously higher education is a, is a huge investment. Um, for many students, it's probably the biggest investment they've made in their life at that point. Um, and they want to know that that investment's worthwhile and that it's going to get them get them to where they really want to go. Mm. Um, I can confirm that was one of uh, one of the big motivators when I was thinking about which university to enrol in myself. Um, so this job ready, Same for me. yeah, yeah. I think for most young people nowadays. Um, this job-ready focus also means that students want their universities to equip them with skills that are going to be most valued in the workplace, like good communication abilities and problem-solving. Was this surprising that acquiring non-technical skills were so valued by prospects? Uh, no, it wasn't particularly surprising. Uh, we know that the current generation of graduates expect to have between five and seven different careers in their working life. So students do seem to be becoming more aware that they, they need to have those really sort of uh, transferable, perhaps non-technical skills that are going to really help them thrive in, in any workplace, mm. uh, in addition to obviously the, the technical or the theoretical skills in, in their chosen field. So what we're seeing is that things like uh, teamwork, problem solving, communication and interpersonal skills, these are the types of things that um, students perceive are really in demand from graduate employers and which they do expect to be taught uh, through their chosen course uh, in addition to the, the technical requirements of, the, of their chosen field. Do you think universities are aware of this, of this um, requirement or this expectation from students at the moment? Yeah, I, I, I think so. Um, it's, it's 
certainly, I think institutions are certainly making those efforts to provide that really uh, broad education rather than just that sort of more vocational, technically oriented one. So I do think it's something that universities are, are definitely aware of. The survey engaged prospects at different life stages. Do you think universities and higher educations more broadly are doing enough to consider the more distinct motivations and needs of mature age students in their outreach and messaging? Or is the emphasis still more on high school leavers? Yeah, so that's a, a good question. Um, we know that universities are sort of taking on more sort of those mature age students, uh, either those who want to sort of pursue an additional qualification in order to progress their career, uh, or perhaps even looking for a qualification to, to pursue a new career or go down a different track. Um, but what we are seeing is that uh, a lot of those external communications do really seem to be targeted towards that sort of cohort of school leavers, the 17, 18-year-olds who are looking for their first qualification. So what we kind of see from the survey is that there's some of the ways that universities can continue to sort of develop their marketing strategies on that front are um, really emphasising how, uh, how, how the courses they offer can help not only at the start of a career, but can also be really beneficial for changing a career or for sort of progressing within an existing career. And I suppose also understanding the differences in what older prospects are looking for. Uh, we do know uh, whilst at a core level that high quality teaching and those sort of workplace outcomes are really important across the board, we do know that for that more mature age cohort, um, they tend to value things like uh, their flexibility and convenience in their, in their future workplace. So they're not necessarily looking to uh, get in on the ground floor of a company and so as a graduate and sort of go up that corporate ladder. Um, a lot of mature age students sort of do already have, are in a life position where what they're really looking for is a job that, that really suits their lifestyle. And I think that's a really important consideration in the way that, um, that courses are marketed, but as well as the way they're developed in terms of the industry links, um, the internships and the work placements they offer make sure that there's a there's a future sort of workplace for every type of student regardless of what their what their what their outcomes are. Mm. What sources are prospects using or accessing that most influences their study decisions? Well um, other than uh, obviously the official sources so that's the things like attending open days, looking at university websites, we found that uh, word of mouth and sort of personal connections are pretty widely used. So we found that 60% of students stated that their parents have an influence. Mm. Um, and 56% stated that their friends also have an influence on, on their study decisions. Um, so it is certainly a uh, – people do take advice from the people around them, um, as well as obviously going to the, to the official sort of sources of information. And in terms of the types of information they're really looking for, prospective students really want to be assured that they're going to get that, that high-quality education they're seeking. So information about um, teaching staff, uh, work placement, um, case studies and sort of success stories of previous students who have been on the same path as them. They really want that assurance that um, that they are taking the right move in choosing that course and that is going to get them to where they want to go. As a kind of closing question, um, what key points can universities take from the survey to help them market themselves to prospects more effectively? So I think there's a few things to take out of here. Uh, firstly, in addition to teaching the core technical competencies of the course, um, it is really vital that we have that broad sort of overarching education where we teach those generalizable, non-technical workplace skills, um, the, the communication, the problem solving, the teamwork, the things that are going to be really relevant and important and valued in any workplace. From a marketing perspective, I think considering that increased mobility of students is really important. 
So what we've seen from the survey is that there is sort of a, a reasonably strong appetite for particularly that younger cohort um, in order to they're, – they're prepared to travel to go where they want to go. Younger prospects, if they think that their best the, the best university for them is in a different city or in a different state, they are willing to travel, um, perhaps not so much that older cohort. Um, but I think uh, it is important to remember that if you can make the case that you can provide the best study experience, um, there is going to be – uh, there is going to be a market outside of your sort of immediate locale. Right. So, for um, instance, the University of New South Wales could, like, geo-target Facebook ads to, um, you know, students in Tasmania, for instance. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, yeah, uh, regional prospects in particular or interstate ones, there does seem to be a willingness uh, based on this survey for, for students to travel if they think that they're going to get the best the best educational experience elsewhere. In terms of, as we mentioned before, uh, marketing towards that sort of more mature age cohort, um, it's important to emphasise how the qualifications are not just for, uh, they're not just for those sort of like graduates entering the workforce for the first time. It's important to emphasise how uh, qualification can be just as important in taking that next step in a career or even transitioning sideways into a new career. And I think the final point that I'd like to make is that Understanding the understanding the differences in, in expected outcomes. As we mentioned before, the younger cohort who are going to be entering the workforce for the first time, they are really looking for they're, they're, they're looking for stability. They're looking for uh, opportunities for advancement, and, and they're looking to be well compensated. They're really looking for those big employers who are going to provide a strong career pathway. With the older cohort, what we tend to see is they're looking for a little bit more of that, um, you know, the flexibility and the convenience. They're not looking to start at the bottom of the ladder. They're really looking for a job that can work around their lifestyle. Um, and I think it's really important that we, uh, that, that, that institutions really make sure that they're, that they're working with, with employers and, and establishing industry links that can help them really, uh, make sure that the prospects get into the, into the type of work that they want to, regardless of, of what their intended outcome is. If listeners are interested in looking at the full survey, you can be found as a link published in the accompanying story on our website. Thank you so much for speaking with me, Chris. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You've been listening to Campus Review Radio with me, Kate Brendergast. For more higher education stories and news, go to campusreview.com.